It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you. And that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. You are locked on Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day, every day, every day. We have a lunatic named Chris Russell that works for this radio station. I'm yeah, sure I know that guy. I'm sure you're familiar. I'm just curious what your opinion is on him. Well, <laughs> never really liked Chris. Actually, yeah. really anybody at the media at all. Everybody who shreds me in the media, I'm not a big fan of. But no, Chris has always been pretty fair. I like Chris. What's going on, guys? We welcome you aboard. It is episode number 121 of the Locked On Redskins podcast, the weekend edition, coming up. In this edition, uh, that'll take you through the Redskins kickoff against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Sunday afternoon in Tampa at 1 o'clock. We'll have our Eye on the Enemy segment, our traditional Friday segment, a statistical look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As well, we'll have our fantasy football freebies, a couple of uh, free selections for you uh, as you're making out your DFS lineups and suggestions uh, for you there. Plus our Sunday six-pack, six NFL games against the spread. But without further ado... We welcome back the man who made this podcast legendary. The reason for all of you that are listening until he decided to become a TV star and leave us all in the dust. <laughs> Hollywood Nick Ashew, welcome him back, everyone. Hello, Hollywood. How Hello, are you, pal? Hello, Rooster. How are you, I'm sir? I'm doing well. It's always good to have you back on your podcast. You, it's not my podcast. It's your podcast. That is true. Uh, but you started this thing, so uh, we give a uh, I also didn't start it. I was just one of the other people. Oh, okay. You ushered us I just into, don't want to take any credit for you this. You ushered this us into a, a 2018 Fair enough. era. 
Uh, Fair enough. You, you do know that last week's loss was the first loss that I've this suffered since inheriting this podcast from you. So we're going to have to find somebody else to host the podcast now is what you're saying. Basically. All right, we're going to start taking applications for that, and there's going to be another host next week. Yeah, although the winning percentage still is 3-1, and one, which is pretty good, this right? You true. take I'll those take odds that. to the yep. bank. Uh, so the Redskins got absolutely hammered by the Atlanta Falcons last Sunday at FedEx They Field. played like they were hammered, too, yeah, which was interesting. exactly. And then you had Adrian Peterson talking to the media about uh, getting friendly with Maker's Mark on mm-hmm. Monday when he found out Brandon Sheriff uh, was out for the season. And, uh, also, Sean I don't LaValle. have problems with that. Maker's exactly. Mark, middle-of-the-road bourbon, it's all right. It's it's it's, it's one and to you help you drown your sorrows. you are a bourbon connoisseur. I am, so. so I'm not really a Maker's Mark guy. It's okay. I, I mm. I have some other choices that I do okay. like. If you're going to go the Makers ran, I'd go Makers 46, a little smoother. You know, it's it's a little bit. A little less bitter? No, it's better. No, it's bitter. Oh, little bitter. Le- I think you little said a little less bitter. Well, I was I like, that's I, not I, English. I think I said bowl. Yeah, I think. A little <laughs> less bitter is yes. what he wanted to say. Not as much of a bite there, okay, yes. Okay, good. Uh, so, anyway, the Redskins, maybe they played like they're drunk. Maybe Adrian Peterson is getting drunk. Who knows? <laughs> Bottom line is they didn't play very well. They got dominated. What part of last week surprised you the most because before you say the defense which is the easy answer sure and they got shredded you know the offense only scoring 14 points against a defense as atrocious statistically it, as the falcons was kind of a surprise you to know, some people you, too. you actually took the words out of my mouth there where i was going to go with the offense and that and the fact that i thought it would be more of a shootout but then that's one of the issues when you start thinking about the redskins is that they can't really get into shootouts because Mm -hmm. they're a run team and they're a defensive first team, which is nice, and at least we kind of know what their identity is. We talked about this earlier in the year, and I maybe mentioned it when I was doing this podcast or on a show, or I don't know, I've just it's all a big blur at this point of what I've been doing. I didn't know what the Redskins' identity was for, like, the first four games of the season, right? Mm -hmm. It was, are they a run-first team? that's something you've said a a bunch, right. Are they a defensive team? Are they a run-first team? They're not going to be a pass-first team because it's Alex Smith, and we know that there's only so much we can do. He's a little limited when it comes to it, though you thought he'd be more accurate than what he was this year. But at least we found what their identity was. The problem is that it's an identity that has a, a low ceiling. There's only so far that this team can go, as we've seen now, that if Adrian Peterson is taken out of a game, which you better expect is going to continue to happen at some point. Like, he's not going to run for 100 yards every single game. Certainly didn't do it last week. So, what are they then moving forward? Is it going to be defense, and then they force Alex Smith to do more? I mean, the offense was the biggest surprise to me. The way that they played against that Falcons defense, it wasn't anything crazy, but I knew that that offense on Atlanta's side of things was going to be tough to stop, and we saw that. The problem is it was literally two bad things happening once, where Atlanta's offense played really well, put up a ton of points. Redskins' offense looked really bad, only put up 14 points. And that that's part of the problem with them is that they're going to have to find a way that if they play an offense – like Atlanta moving forward, and they will, you're going to have to find ways to keep yourself in the game. And if you're down, how do you come back? Like, we're just, Alex Smith's not the guy to bring you back in games. Well, spinning it forward, what you're probably going to need against these high-powered offenses is for one of them not to be clicking on all cylinders. Matt Ryan had an interception early in the game. It really wasn't his fault. Looked like the young receiver, Calvin Ridley, just didn't kind of bend off his route. Quentin Dunbar interception. And think about it. The score could have been a lot worse because that was at the Redskins' 10-yard yep. line. Atlanta almost scored another touchdown in that spot. But that's what they're going to need, right? If they're not going to be able to shut down the run, which they should be able to do a better job, of this week because Ronald Jones isn't even there. Tampa's got you know Peyton Barber and all these other stiffs. We know how good they are and talented they are at the receiver position. O.J. Howard, Cameron Braid at tight end. All these different weapons that they have, they're going to need to level the playing field just on defense to fuel their offense or to make up for their lack of offense 
with turnovers. They're going to need more than one turnover. They can force Tampa to turn the ball over multiple times because Ryan Fitzpatrick is a quarterback that can throw three picks in a game. Like, there's very much a possibility that that's the case. And that's really their best chance of winning this game because right now we don't know, at the time we're recording this podcast at least, how many people are going to be out in this game offensively for them. Chris Thompson we know is out. Jamison Crowder, probably not. We know Trey Quinn, who's not going to be back for at least another week. And by the way, as much as I love Trey Quinn, and he certainly will help them offensively and on special teams and things like that, he's still a seventh-round rookie. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant on top of that. So let's pump the brakes a little bit in terms of how excited we get on Trey Quinn. Doesn't mean that he can't be a great receiver. Doesn't mean he can't contribute right away. But let's not act like he's the savior of the Redskins moving forward offensively. But you know what I'd like to see more of? I'd like to see more of Jordan Reed. Like, it would be nice if Jordan Reed had more than one touchdown this year right now. More than, what, 330 yards and 30 catches. He needs to be more involved. And if Crowder's still out and you're going with basically Maurice Harris and hoping that Josh Doxson doesn't drop a bunch of passes thrown to him again. There needs to be more involvement with Jordan Reed. I don't know what it's going to take for them to do it. I don't know if they just have to stare him down, and it's just like Alex Smith is like, nope, I'm only going to you on this play. That's all we can do. They've got to figure something out to get the guy. Really, that's their most dangerous weapon. I know he's not 100%, but he's never 100%. They've got to do something, Chris, to get Jordan Reed more involved, especially when your offense not only is hurting on the offensive line, with like I, I guess it's all guys that were off the street at this point that are going to be starting for them. This is... And it just it's a disaster what's going on. It's the same thing as last year, and I'm having deja vu. But like they gotta figure something out offensively with this team. Right. Most people say in this matchup, because the Buccaneers secondary is so bad and their pass defense is so bad, you gotta come out and you gotta attack through the air and you gotta throw, 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 throw. Yes, that makes sense on the surface, but what if you can't hold up in pass pro with again three at least? Because Trent Williams is going to be out. We know about Laval and Sheriff. Maybe Morgan Moses, by the time you listen to this, depending on what time you listen to this, has already been ruled out. Or at least he's a severe question whether he's going to start. So the Redskins could be short four starters on the offensive line. To me, even though it's going to be hard to run and Tampa is not as bad defending the run, that's still what you hang your hat on. That's still what you need for this offense to be somewhat productive and to be balanced and to also preserve your defense and not allow Tampa's offense to be on the field for 31 or 32 minutes. Do you think there's a possibility that Alex Smith is a little hurt? Like, I was just thinking about this. Yeah, some people have mentioned this. I I know he hasn't been on any injury report. I haven't heard of him getting any treatment for anything. But the way that he's playing, could there be something? And this is totally speculation. I mean, I'm just thinking about as I go through the way this season has looked so far and the way that he's – because he's not as mobile as he usually is. Yeah. He had that weird happy feet moment that became yeah. this, you know, meme that was all over the internet. And I just, you wonder if there's more to it than it just being a lack of chemistry with guys. Now, that's the first thing. That's the thing you'd look at it on the surface. And rightfully so, because you've had guys in and out of practice. Right. Guys were in and out of training camp. It wasn't as bad. They were relatively healthy in camp. But you had guys that were preserved, right? Like you were mm-hmm. preserving guys like Chris Thompson and Jordan Reed, which doesn't help. The guys are still not 100%, right. which it's football. But... Like, I just wonder if there's another explanation out there in some way where we find out, oh, actually, something something's bothering him that's not ah. making him the normal Alex Smith that we saw, which not, wasn't necessarily great, but was a very capable quarterback, at least capable of doing more than what he's done this I year. I mean, if that's the case, then maybe you say, all right, well, that gives a logical explanation for right. some of his struggles, but then the Redskins are going to get in trouble because he hadn't been listed on any of the injury reports, uh, even though he had, of course... It's obviously nothing to keep him out of games. Right. And he's been practicing. So, I mean, I, I don't. 
think so. Unless like he's hiding. I'm just yeah. Again, I don't know. It's complete speculation. I'm just trying to come up I, with other reasons on why he would be the way that he is. This I think year. it's just a combination of again, like you said, not having that chemistry and rhythm with between injuries in training camp and the offseason program. And no preseason time. He didn't play a lot in the preseason, which you knew drive me drove me crazy. Oh, yeah. And then on top of that, then during the season, these guys can't practice on Wednesday. None of them can practice on Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, you're basically trying to run not only your base game plan package, but you're also trying to install red zone and you're trying to run, you know, two-minute and four-minute. So the limited practice time that you have does affect cohesion, rhythm, chemistry, all that stuff. I think it's on Jay Gruden to get him more into that. And Kevin O'Connell and Matt Cavanaugh, the offensive staff, I like what they did in the Giants game. They came out short, crisp, effective passing a game, got Jordan Reed, to your point, involved. 10 out of 11 to start that game, 8 out of the 11 first, uh, the 11 first plays. So off of that 15 script were called pass plays. To me, that's what they don't do a good enough job of. They want to run their complete offense. They want to stretch the field vertically. They want to stretch the field with all these fancy-schmancy crossing routes and, 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 and things that everybody loves about Jay Gruden and the scouting community. Well, that doesn't work when your quarterback is not in a rhythm and you can't protect it. And that's part of the problem is that's the way today's NFL offense is. You yeah. have to do the fancy schmancy things that you talk about. The problem is, is they don't have the personnel or the capabilities to do that. And that's why they're so limited offensively. And yeah. that's why this team right now has a ceiling. That's really not that high, despite the fact that they're five and three and they were five and two before that loss. Were, by the way, look, you lost multiple players in that game against Atlanta. They just still have a limit right now where they're going to have to add more playmakers moving forward. And we got to focus on the rest of this season right now. But that's one of their biggest issues offensively. There's a lack of that. The Redskins are 5-3 and three at the midway point of their season. They play three games in the next 11 and a half days, including, uh, again, Sunday at Tampa, next Sunday against Houston at FedEx Field. That's going to be a tough matchup. And then four days later down in Dallas on Thanksgiving Day against the Cowboys. And we know they're up and down. Maybe some would describe them as a mess. Three games in 11 and a half days. Real quickly, before we let you go and say goodbye, Nick Ashew with us, the former host of this Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell. You, the Redskins record after on Thanksgiving night is they're five and three right now. Three games. Three games. It is what be, I'm asking. I'm, I'm doing it in my head, so right. I, you're making me do math. Which So then that's so six and they'll go one and two. One and two. So I'll have them at what is that? Six, six and, and five. Six and four. Four. No, six and five. No, there's two. They would, oh, I'm sorry. Six yes. and five. You're right. Six, yeah. Six like, come on. Yeah, I'm not good math. at math, but I mean, come on. I now. screwed up the math. I think right. I had that. But I think you would take that six and five after eleven would, games, all yeah. things considered, yeah. right? Especially, and that's the thing that I'm worried about is that just that offensive line alone is going yeah. to be a major problem. You cannot draw the collar and go zero for three in these no. next three games. No, no, Got to no, find no, no. a way uh, to get a win. It's always good to have you back. Uh, always good home, to be on here, buddy. If you will, uh, you can check out Nick on NBC Sports Washington on Wizards Outsider. If you're a big NBA fan, we have Locked On NBA Net. Obviously, we do a lot of NFL and Redskins uh, here, but uh, Wizards Outsiders before and after every Wizards game on NBC Sports Washington as well, 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. and NickAshu.com, right? That's right. Thanks for doing this. Anytime, man. Have a great weekend, pal. Hey, you too, buddy. Always good to see you, Hollywood. Always good to see you, too, there, We're Chief. coming back <laughs> on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Eye on the enemy and our Sunday six-pack. Don't you dare go anywhere.
But first, guys, is your company looking for a new way to reach customers? Well, your company can be mentioned right here and right now. Podcast listeners are 60% more likely to interact with sponsors they hear on their podcasts. Our demographic is 98% males and has more education and earning than traditional media audiences. Have your company sponsor this podcast, Locked On Redskins, and the Locked On Sports Podcast Network. Email me at russellmania09, that's R-U-S-S-E-L-L-M-A-N-I-A-0-9, russellmania09 at gmail.com, and I'll get you all the details. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, guys, we welcome you back. It is episode number 121 of the Locked on Redskins podcast, the weekend edition. Great to have you aboard with us. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks to Hollywood. Nick Ashley, the former host of his Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks to you for listening, downloading, being a part of what we're trying to build here each and every day. And this will cover you over the weekend until one o'clock Eastern time on Sunday with a kickoff of the Washington Redskins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at one of my favorite road stadiums in the NFL. Been there a number of times, Raymond James Stadium. What an awesome place uh, to go. Haven't been there in a couple of years and miss it every time the Redskins are in Tampa. Definitely, if you can get out to the game, go. It's a great experience uh, down there in Tampa. All right, so let's get to the Eye on the Enemy segment that we do each and every Friday, a statistical look at the opponent. Of course, we did crossover Wednesday um, with James, uh, you know, a couple of days ago. So that's episode number 119. Make sure you check it that out. Uh, but this more a statistical look at what the Redskins are kind of facing uh, on Friday. Let's first take the scary part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their offense. It's scary good. They're averaging 446 yards per game. That's 85-plus yards above the league average. That's ridiculous. 6.52 yards per play. That's 0.84 yards per play above the league average. Here's where they struggle a little bit. They're 20-plus yards per game below in rushing yards, 90.1 rushing yards per game, although Atlanta was struggling last week too, and they came in and carved up the Redskins' run defense. 3.77 yards per rushing play uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, again, well below the NFL average. 356.6 passing yards per game. That's 105.7 yards above the league average that is just absurd and 1.52 passing yards per play above the league average at 8.57 again just simply utterly absurd for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for all of their issues Uh, their interception rate though however and this is again going to be a big x factor in this one is 5.11 percent the league average 2.38 percent so that's more than double in terms of being worse than the league average, and that clearly is where the Redskins have to, have to be able to make some hay. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers average 25.5 first downs per game. On third down, they're 46.32%. The league average just under 40%. 
On fourth down, they're converting at nearly an 88% clip. In the red zone, they're 63.3%. The league average under 59%. Goal to go, they're 66.6%. The league average, 71%. So a little bit low. They're averaging 28.6 points per game. The league average, 24 points per game. Now, on the flip side, the defense... Just as good as the offense is, it's just as bad as the defense is. Yards per game, 414.3 allowed. That's 52.7 above the league average. 6.59 yards per play. That's almost a full yard per play. 0.91 above the league average. Rushing yards per game, not bad. They're actually below the league average there. So uh, that'll be an interesting matchup. We all know that their secondary is certainly the weakness of their defense. And that's where we find the biggest disparity 307.1 passing yards per game allowed. That's 56.2 yards above the league average. 8.44 yards per passing play. That's 1.39 above the league average. They don't intercept anybody, which should fit right into Alex Smith's whole game plan. Uh, They, again, just very weak and very meager in that category. Their pass rush is below the league average in terms of sacks, uh, almost um, uh, up one full percentage point below, again, the league average in terms of sacks per pass attempt. On third down, they're not bad, 38.7%, 45.45% on fourth down, all be- well below the league averages. In the red zone, however, they're allowing 90% conversion Touchdown percentage, yikes. The league average, 58.5%. Goal to go, 94.1% in terms of conversion. The league average, 71.02%. So, obviously, ungodly numbers there. Uh, And real quickly, just finishing it up, they're allowing, as a team, 34.4 points per game. That's 10.4 above the league average. That's going to do it for our Eye on the Enemy segment. When we come back, we'll have our Sunday six-pack NFL picks against the spread. We'll have some over-under picks for you this week. And our fantasy football freebies. That's all to still come right here on the weekend edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast. It is episode number 121. Thanks for being with us right here. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at WrestleMania621. WrestleMania09 at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out and follow Locked On NFL Net on Twitter and on Instagram. Locked On NFL Net for all of your NFL coverage. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.
right, guys, welcome back. It is episode number 121 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. This, the weekend edition. I'm Chris Russell. Again, make sure you follow me on Twitter at WrestleMania621. Make sure you follow Locked on at Locked on NFL Net, at Locked on NFL Net for all of your team information, in-game updates, breaking news, all of that kind of good stuff at Locked on NFL Net is how you want to uh, make sure you get a hold of that because that's a good kind of warehouse, one-stop shop for all of your NFL needs, no doubt. At Locked On NFL Net, at Locked On NFL Net, will get you up to date on everything going on in the NFL world from all of our national correspondents covering each and every team. All right, let's get to it. Our fantasy football freebies. Uh, advice for you DFS players or those of you trying to make out a lineup. Obviously, I can't. Uh, answer every problem and solve every solution. So just a couple of uh, suggestions, if you will. I would go Mitch Trubisky, the Chicago Bears quarterback. He gets a very favorable matchup at Soldier Field against the struggling Detroit Lions who come in allowing 26.2 points per game, 6.1 yards per play. That's seventh worst in the NFL and uh, a 16-3 to touchdown to interception ratio uh, over the last Five weeks, according to RotoWorld.com. So I would go with Mitch Trubisky. Certainly he has athleticism to roll out and to uh, have some design runs, pick up some rushing yardage for you. And again, I fully expect the Bears uh, to have some success at home against the struggling Detroit Lions in every way. Julio Jones, Redskins fans got a dose of him last week. Of course, you saw what he could do late. This week, they're up in Cleveland, Atlanta. Can they do it twice in a row on the road? Well, we'll see. Uh, Greg Williams' defense, look, certainly some injuries. Um, I think they're better than certainly they've played of late. But the problem is is because they've been on the field so much. As a matter of fact, Roto World has them 1,156 defensive snaps. That's the most by any defensive unit uh, at this point since the 1999 Cleveland Browns. Yikes. Uh, Julio Jones had 10 targets last week. Again, you know what he did late with the runaway touchdown, and he would have had a bigger one if not for a Josh Norman defensive pass interference. To me, I would go Julio Jones with the Atlanta Falcons. Kareem Hunt taking on the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals allow the second most fantasy points to opposing running back. So that's all you need to know there. And again, Mike Evans, and some of these plays are obvious, of course. I'm not doing anything uh, great. But Mike Evans, a great matchup for you if you're looking for a DFS selection here against the Washington Redskins. We know what kind of coverage issue the Redskins have had on the back end. We know how many big plays they've allowed. Uh, We know that that's the strength of the Buccaneer offense. Clearly, they're going to try and take away Evans, but could that spring open O.J. Howard, Deshaun Jackson, and others? I mean, that's the game plan, I would assume, for Greg Minuski and the Redskins defense, but you're not going to be able to totally shut down Mike Evans uh, completely, and especially if Quinton Dunbar is out, when they roll Mike Evans all around the field, that is going to be uh, an interesting challenge. And even if it's Josh Norman trailing him everywhere, uh, remember, Josh Norman is not the fastest guy in the world, and certainly not the biggest guy in the world, so Mike Evans is going to get his. All right, so that's our fantasy football freebies for you. Some advice, especially for you DFS players, Let's get to our Sunday six-pack of NFL selections against the spread. Last week, good week for us here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. We're 4-2. and two. That brings our total uh, since we've been doing the podcast to 11-13-1. Yes, I know, still not good. But, hey, 
Beggars can't be choosers. Better than it was. 11-13-1 over the four weeks that we've been doing this. Last week, we won Houston plus the one in Denver. Atlanta plus the two uh, over the Redskins. Minnesota minus the five over Detroit. And New England minus the five and a half over Green Bay. We lost on the Cowboys minus the five and a half against Tennessee on Monday night. And Baltimore minus the three over Pittsburgh. So this week, we're going to shoot Vic back with New Orleans Minus five and a half on the road in Cincinnati. No A.J. Green. Of course, Des Bryant plays his first game with the New Orleans Saints. It'll be a limited package, but you know Ingram, Kamara, Drew Brees, so on and so forth. I'll take New Orleans, New Orleans minus the five and a half over the Cincinnati Bengals. We mentioned Mitch Trubisky. I'm going to double down. I'm pretty confident the Bears minus the six and a half. Maybe they get a defensive score against Matt Stafford or the Lions who fired their special teams coach, Noah Amir Abdullah. Uh, They traded uh, Golden Tate. Detroit right now, a little bit of a mess, maybe a lot of bit of a mess. I'll take Chicago minus the six and a half. How about Jacksonville? They get Leonard Fournette back. They're off their bye, so they're fresh. They go on the road against Indianapolis and Andrew Luck, who also had a bye. Listen, I know Indianapolis has moved the football around pretty well. I know Indianapolis' offensive line has done really well. I have a sneaking suspicion with Fournette back, as long as he plays in this game and stays healthy, that Blake Bortles will be better and that the Jaguars will be a little bit rejuvenated. I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, This is more of a gut feel type thing. I didn't think they played terribly against Philadelphia. I'm going to take the Jaguars plus the three over Indianapolis. I'm going to lay the big number. I'm going to take the big number, rather, against uh, Kansas City. Arizona plus the 16 and a half. At Arrowhead, listen, they have no shot of winning the game. But 16.5 is just a large number uh, to lay. So I'll just take Arizona 16.5 plus the 16.5 and and just hope and pray. Buffalo and the Jets. No Sam Darnold. We know Buffalo is a mess at quarterback. I'm going to take the under 36.5. That's 36.5, 36 and a hook. I'll take the under on the Buffalo Jets game at under 36 and a half. And Tampa and Washington, uh, we picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to, I think, win by about 10 points on the crossover Wednesday edition with James earlier this week, episode number 119. I'm going to say both teams are going to go over the 51, over the 51. So, again, running down the picks, New Orleans minus five and a half over Cincinnati, Chicago minus six and a half over Detroit, Jacksonville plus the three against Indianapolis, Arizona plus the 16-and-a-half against Kansas City. I'll take the under 36-and-a-half Buffalo and the Jets, and I'll take the over 51 Tampa and Washington. That's going to do it for us here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, the weekend edition. Hope you enjoyed Eye on the Enemy, our fantasy football freebies, and our NFL Sunday six-pack, plus having Hollywood Nick Ashew back on the show. We appreciate you being with us again Check us out all weekend long. Download us. Tell us a friend. Check out at Locked On NFL Net at WrestleMania 621 for me, 1067 The Fan on the radio in Washington, D.C. I'll be on for a quick postgame show right after the game as well. ChrisRussellRadio.com, Warpath Magazine. Make sure you get a subscription to that. Have a great weekend. Hopefully the Redskins will surprise us all and we'll have a victory Monday next time out. Adios, everyone. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.